Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Hi, sweetie. How are you? Everything is wonderful over on my end. I'm just getting all excited already about the holidays and just accepted my first uh, invitation to uh, a holiday, a pre-Thanksgiving party such as it is. And I'm feeling festive. How about you, sweetie? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, we just celebrated Halloween and that was exciting. I did have some trick-or-treaters. I didn't know what to expect this year, but I'm happy about oh, that. Good. That makes me feel good. All right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ma, we gotta give a we gotta give a shout out to uh one of my other good friends. Um, Serena. Today is her birthday, so we're gonna give a shout out to her. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Serena. Enjoy yourself. Have a wonderful birthday. All right. We got to let everybody know what we are sipping on. And we are doing an oldie but goodie today uh, because we're getting into the holiday season. So we're going to do some Noble Wolf Vodka, Ma. Okay. Let's lift our glasses. Okay. We want to raise our glasses too. Long life, prosperity, health, wealth, happiness, and happy birthday, Serena. And thank you, Noble Wolf. Salud. Salud. Woo. Okay. Delicious. Delicious. Yes. All right. So before we really get into things, um, we have to say an RIP to Matthew Perry, uh, who passed away uh, over the weekend. You know, he passed away in a hot tub. And so far, the toxicology report has came back negative for uh, fentanyl. And I guess I'm not sure if it was methadone. However, they are doing a more extensive testing that will take a few months. They don't know exactly what they were fine. Um, he was on, but they did find prescription drugs, Um around him so you know it's just very sad you know um just really yeah. sad right yeah yeah yes, yes it is very sad uh r.i.p to matthew perry you he know was, you brought a lot you brought a lot of smiles to you know many people's faces and um just r.i.p too too young uh 54 i think 54 yeah yeah well, oh go ahead man r.i.p that's all I have to say. R.I.P. to Matthew Perry. R.I.P. Okay, uh, so we're going to transition into just a little bit more information about the strike. Uh, they are still doing negotiations as we are talking for SAG-AFTRA. So I'm just really, you know, I don't even know if I should say anything every episode, but they're talking. They're still far apart with uh, the AI usage and the residual numbers, but they're talking. So Okay, so that's, so let's, so let's hold on to hope because mm -hmm. they are talking. And once you are communicating, everything else is possible. Okay. That's true. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's get into some NFL updates, Ma. Uh, the Jets are now four and three. They beat the Giants 13 to 10 in OT. The Eagles are now seven and one, and they have the best record in the league, although that could change because they're gonna be they're gonna be playing the Cowboys this Sunday. And I don't mm. know. I don't know mm. if I'm gonna watch it. Uh, mm. The Cowboys ran shout out to shout out to you, Jalen. Yeah, shout, shout out to you, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys ran uh, over the the Rams uh, this this weekend, forty three to twenty. It wasn't even close. Oh, and the whoa. Bengals are looking really good now. They're at four and three with uh, Mister Joe Burrow. Is that you, cool Joe? All right. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Uh, but my uh oh. I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, the, the Bengals beat the 49ers. And the 49ers, they oh. were 5-0. and oh, Listen, they were 5-0 and oh at the beginning of the season, and they lost three in a row. Oh, well, you know. So, hey, for, hey, fortunes change. You know, yes. they'll, they'll, you know, they'll turn again. They'll start winning again. So let's just see. And and look at Joe Burrow and the Bengals, how bad they started out. Okay? So That's things true. change. 
right? That's true. And okay. Ma, we had to mention the game. I don't know if it's the game of the week, but the one that was the most important or intriguing to you, which was the Broncos beating the Chiefs 24 to 9. You know what happened, Ma? They didn't have Taylor Swift, wasn't there? Taylor Swift no, was there, and Patrick Mahomes had the flu. He was playing. But he was all yeah. out of sorts. And, that was a that was know. a day Patrick should have stayed home. Well, you know what? You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say Kansas City needed to lose and the Broncos needed to win. And that's what I'm going to say. That's that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that whole matchup. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, everybody, you know, messes up one or two games a year, even the best. Of well, the best. of course. So we'll see what happens. Well, that's what I'm saying, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, sweetie, what else? All right, so we're going to move on to just to a quick little update from the NBA. And that update is that since we had our last podcast, James Harden is no longer a, a 76er. He is now on the LA Clippers. And so I don't know how this man... He, you know, he forces his way out of all these teams. He throws tantrums. He decides to stop working out. He won't practice. He goes to the strip club, you know, eating chicken wings and, you know, uh, making it rain and all this other stuff and gambling. He goes to Vegas, all these things just when he wants to get out of his contract. I don't know how he can do that. Most people, Ma, you know, if they don't want to go to their job and they're sick of their employer, Usually, employer tells them bye bye, and you don't go to another even more lucrative position. I don't know, but for some reason, James Harden has been able to do this throughout his career. Okay, let me just say this. I'm going to say something that I recall <laughs> my stepdaughter said about my second husband. He's bad news. <laughs> Harden is bad news. Oh, my goodness. When you hear his name and you hear he's going to another team, you say to yourself, why are they exposing themselves to this bad news? He's already bad news before he even arrives. He's bad news coming. They know what it is. But yet still, I'm like you. How in the world is he able to finesse all that? This man is bad news. Terrible reputation, terrible disposition, just terrible for the team. So, okay. Good luck to everybody. Okay, daughter, next. I'm going to leave that alone, Ma, because I don't know where you went. Okay, so um, I went James Harden is bad news. That's where I went. I went to he's bad news. Okay. Well, what team right. has he been good for? No, no, he's fine. Well, he's, why he, you he's not... what? You're right. He's bad news. Your stepdaughter. What? Where did that come from? Okay. You don't want me to get specific and start naming. Yes, don't get specific because you don't have a stepdaughter at this time. I don't have one now, but I had one then. Okay. Just leave it alone, ma. Please. No, you're the one going in. See, that's not right. We was talking. Everything was nice. You could have just took it and tried. You know I had a stepdaughter. You, you know I you had always, a stepdaughter, you always and are, you know I'm a widow. Well, I guess so I had a, I guess it? I had a stepfather, but I really just yes, tried did. to act like that I didn't. Let's well, then that on. was your poor attitude. Let's that just was move you. On. That Let's was you. On. That was you Let's having a stinky on. attitude. The reality was, you did. You had a stepfather. So, so what's the big deal? What? Just, just move on. Okay. Anyway, my real good behavior. Okay, it's too too early for that. Anyway, um. So Selena Gomez is under fire for her comments or lack there of comments regarding, uh, you know, Israel and Hamas and Palestine. And a lot of people are attacking her because they feel that she has a very large platform and she has decided that she doesn't, she wanted to take a break from social media. You know, her heart breaks for all the heroin, hate, horror and hate and violence that she's seeing but she doesn't feel that a post will change that. Um, what are your thoughts on Selena saying that? Do you think that she should be posting more about what's going on in, in Israel and Palestine? Or do you think that taking that stance that she wanted to take a break from social media is the best thing? I think, I think she needs to balance it. I think she needs to make, think about it, make a well thought out comment and then, 
cut it. I don't think she needs to uh, engage and have long dialogues and conversations. I think she needs to think about it and make a stance and post that on her platform Mm -hmm. or platforms, multiple platforms, whichever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then step away. That's what I feel. I don't feel she should not say anything at all. She said in this post, she said, we need to protect all people, especially children, and stop the violence for good. She says, I'm sorry if my words will never be enough for everyone or hashtag. I just can't stand by innocent people getting hurt. That's what makes me sick. I wish I could change the world, but a post won't. So it seems to me that she doesn't want to take sides, that she is just against all of this. Well, wait a minute. Well, see, you presented it to me like she hadn't said anything. No, she hadn't. And then she made this post because people were criticizing her. Okay, okay. And and, And and she did. And and in my opinion, that's exactly what she should have done. You know, you know, voiced how she felt and then step away because you are never going to please everyone. And and if you say it's day, somebody is going to interpret it as night. If you say it's night, somebody's going to interpret it as day. So the best thing to do is just make one statement. This is how I feel. You know, uh, you know, just put it all in one capsule to the best of her ability. Put it out there and step away. That's it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I agree. I think she did the right thing. And I think people are going to be critical either way. Um, but I, I, I like that statement that she made. And I, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I do, so. too. Good. Good on you, Selena. Good on you. So my, we, we're keeping all in line here with Selena for this one, too, because we don't know if this is true. We think this one is just a rumor that uh, Selena Gomez is not happy with all of the attention that the Travis Kelsey uh, Taylor Swift relationship is is bringing, I guess, to Taylor in particular, obviously, because that's her really, really close friend. And that she is worried that Taylor is taking, you know, moving too quickly um, and is being very public with her okay. relationship. Okay. Now, okay. she, Selena has not said this, and this is just all rumors, which I don't believe. But if this is true, what are your thoughts, mom? If it's true, Selena needs to, you know, save her energy for her own uh, life, career, and problems. And that's what I'm going to say. She does not. I'm glad you said that we don't know whether or not she said that. Because if she ever came out and said that publicly, I would say that's inappropriate. She needs to handle her own handle. Right. And she would never come out and say that publicly. That Okay. Okay. So... If she's thinking that, I don't know if somebody is a clairvoyant, if somebody's reading her mind. I don't know how anybody knows her thoughts. I'm not sure who was sharing that, where they get it from. You follow me? Yeah. Um, I, I, I just say this. Taylor has been out here for a minute and has had many relationships. <laughs> so when she says moving too fast, too fast where? She did, she's never married anybody yet. And she's 34, 35 years old. She could have been married many years ago. So I don't understand. What, what do you mean moving too fast? Where? Where's she moving to? She's a grown woman who's had many, many romances. So what is she moving to with Travis? Moving where? Look, I don't. If, if, listen, it is expected at some point she'd have a long-term commitment with somebody, whether mm-hmm. it's a marriage or living together or whatever. She hasn't even, she hasn't had that in a while. I think she had it with one guy there, you know, for a few years, but she hasn't had that in a while. All I'm saying is, what do you mean moving too fast? It's not even making any sense. A lot of people would say she's in a rut standing still. A lot of people would say she ain't moving at all because she's never progressing any further with any other men. It's all the same. Well, you know, so I, I don't I don't get that. I don't listen, get listen I, I don't think you know, I, I mm. listen. I don't think that Selena said this. I think this is something that was put out by tabloids. However, it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense. Whoever put it out. Yeah. And we know it. Well, and we know that Selena has had her share of romances in, in the public, in particular with Justin Bieber for those you know several years. But, um, you know, just transitioning into that, Ma, um, TMZ has come out and said that 
Travis Kelsey's family is having a very difficult time dealing with the relationship. And they have nothing against Taylor, uh, but they just are concerned um, because they have been thrust into the limelight and never saw it coming and didn't expect this. And they're also worried that if something goes wrong, that Taylor Swifties may uh not behave well because they have some Swifties or some Swifties are good, but they have some, you know, few loud few that are extremists and they are worried. Yeah. yeah. Taylor, Taylor has to talk to her people and tell them to stand down. Yes, she does. You laughing. Stand stand down. No, I'm not laughing. As many shootouts and everything as we have in this country. No, I'm not laughing. Oh my. Taylor. What do you mean? Oh my. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Hey, don't don't duck your head in the sand. This is what it is, you know. So Taylor needs to talk to her people and they need to talk to Travis. But, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. What, what You know, whatever they're going to do, that's what they're going to do. They shouldn't be re- they shouldn't be restricted. They aren't doing anything that anybody else hasn't done. It's just that they're very, you know, public about it. I mean, yeah. what, what the hell? They've always had public couples who were popular, some long term, some for the moment, and you know, whatever. Yeah. But this whole thing of her moving fast, that's a laugh. You know, because if anything, she's behind most people. She's not behind most people in terms of numbers, but she's very sluggish when it comes to commitment. I don't see anything about her moving fast. <laughs> she moves like a damn she moves like a damn tortoise, as far as I'm concerned. So I don't see that. I don't see anybody worrying about her. This woman has had a lot of men. <laughs> He's just a man. What? what? <laughs> okay, bye. And finally, in the whole Taylor Swift segment is Kayla Nicole, who is Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend of five years. So she spoke to People People Magazine. Oh, God. She's out again. Well, listen, Ma. So she unfollowed Brittany Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes. And of course, you know, the trolls noticed it. So she said to People, I do think it's important to publicly address this because I did publicly unfollow People. The reality is I know these people in real life. And so in real life, I've communicated to these people why I've had to publicly make the decisions that I made. So she goes on, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, she still loves Brittany Mahomes and, you know, she's had their conversations and she says there's a lot of history and friendship there. Things just don't change over overnight, but publicly because things are happening so quickly and so publicly, I have to protect myself. That's really all that is. The love is still there. Now, that's what she said. She also went on to talking about how she had a major breakup, major life change. And, you know, she talked about, you know, getting herself together uh, physically, wanted to make sure she was together mentally. Um, I don't know, Ma, what are your thoughts about her talking to People Magazine about her relationship? Nothing, what do you think about nothing, that? Nothing, nothing. Acting, acting like she's trying to be on the come up or something. Nothing. She shouldn't have said shit to nobody. Listen, I would like to think that if I were in her position, mm-hmm. that I would have more class about it. My breakup is my business. Why mm-hmm. is all of a sudden this man's in a, in a very, very public relationship with a very, very high profile, prominent woman in the show, in showbiz. Why is it now I'm all over everything and here and there? It's like I'm thirsty. It's like I'm trying to get attention. No, when I was having my relationship with my man, what me and him did was what me and him did. We broke up when we broke up. And that's just it. And I will have no public conversation with anybody about it. Whatever I go through, that would be my private ass business so so do you feel any type of sympathy for her because no uh, well listen you know when when, no when no travis started dating uh taylor uh you know some people attacked kayla 
You know, there were some people who, you know, praised her. It was like, oh, she's beautiful, blah, 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 blah. And then there was other people who said, you know, look at Taylor as far as her financial success and her career compared to Kayla. And Kayla was seeing all these different, you know, comments and that may have affected her, her psyche. That would affect anybody. Too bad. Too bad. She knew okay. Taylor Swift had more money than her, uh, whether whoever she was going with. So plenty of people have more money than Kayla. So... Taylor has more money than Travis. So, so what? So, oh, won't you, won't you feel sorry for me? How many people have more money than me? <laughs> Oprah, she has more money than me. Oh, a few people have more money than me. Oh, don't you feel sorry for me, daughter? Oh, boo-hoo. Though, I'm, in my love, uh, though yeah. I'm sitting by my lovely fireplace in my cute, jazzy little apartment, and I'm doing fine, sipping on my pinion. Oh, don't you feel sorry for me? Oh, let me call TMZ. Aren't you, oh. aren't you drinking vodka? What are you talking I'm, about? I'm drinking whatever you put out here for us to drink. Mm. All right. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Ma, uh, I just, I do. No, feel all jokes that. aside, no, I do not feel sorry. You're always feeling sorry for somebody who's perfectly fine. Well, I mean, because a breakup is part of a, a relationship. I know, yes. Ma, but it doesn't mean that you don't hurt. Breakups I hurt. I didn't say, I didn't say it didn't hurt. Now, see, you, see, you, you, you're mixing things. I didn't say it didn't hurt her. I didn't say she didn't feel disappointed. But what, what you mean? Don't you feel bad because somebody was talking about Taylor Swift? I would feel bad whoever, whatever was the cause of our breakup if I still cared about the man. Well, but, but the difference is, is that it's just playing out publicly. Like normally, if you break up with somebody, you she know, knew he was a, she knew he was a public everywhere. figure. She knew he was a public figure. She well, knew he 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 was already a public figure even without Taylor. Taylor just ed- elevated it a bit. That's all. Oh no, honey. Ma, how oh, would you feel no. if the person you were dating for five years breaks up with you and starts dating uh, Beyonce? Of course, it didn't happen that way. They had been broken up for over a year, right? So let you know. But well, how would you well, feel? Good, you well, just good, good for him. Good for him. I would hope good fortunes would smile down on me. Good. All good. Lovely. Life goes on. The more good wishes I send out to you, the better I get, the better my karma is. I get more positive karma back. Good for you. Listen, listen, the truth is, whoever you with, if you ain't with me, I don't care. If me and you ain't clicking, be with whoever. My listen, listen, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, Kayla's response would be, you know, good for them. I'm happy for them. We've moved on. And that would be it. But we're not perfect people. You know, we have emotions and sometimes Look, all of those emotions that would be perfect. All pays you. All those emotions and everything are just fine. But when you okay. got to go to People Magazine and TMZ <laughs> and all that, now your motives are different. Okay. Come on, quit playing. All right. Okay. Now, because you know, you got your friends, your family. You could say all those things to your friends and your family, and oh, I'm upset, and and that bee, and that that bastard, and you can say all kind of different things because you're upset. So you may go on any kind of ramp or whatever. But when you're reaching out to Entertainment Tonight, TMZ, uh, or whatever they got, you know, People Magazine, when you're doing all that, that's on a different level. Now, come on, quit playing. You know it is. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to move on. You know, I hope, you know, good things for Kayla. I hope that, you know, she has, gets everything. Kayla, Kayla, I like, I like Kendrick Lamar. I like Kendrick Lamar. We're going to be all right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll just leave. I'm not feel. I'm not feeling sorry for you because you're a beautiful, healthy woman and you're going to be all right. Well, she will be. She will be. And okay. she is a lot. She's more fortunate than a lot of people. There you go. People, so there, now you're true. talking. Now you're talking. That's what's up. Okay. Um, so my gonna get into uh out of pocket or on the money segment. And <laughs> oh gosh. No, this is um this is not actually out of pocket or on the money money for this one. I just wanted you to tell me what you think will happen to Mr. Chris Broussard. Now, um, I really like Chris Broussard. Um, I don't agree with a lot of his takes, but he seems like a decent guy. 
Um, however, he really spoke out of turn um, on First Things First. Now, my First Things First is a show, sports show, just kind of like first take. Anyway, um, he was asked by his co-host about James Harden. And Chris Broussard decided to say, is James Harden the R word? And then he realized, and Nick Wright said, well, no, well, you you don't use that word. And, and, and um, Chris was like, no no and he said developmentally delayed and then he in the middle of his talk said oh yeah my cousin my cousin is is that like that and I just buried my cousin and I'm like what he said this on air and it was live yeah yeah do you think and I don't know if he will do you think he should suffer any any punishment he did apologize I don't think he should suffer any punishment because he mea culpa himself Okay. Right in in real time, right during that debate. Okay? okay, if he if he would act like he was unaware of this or that, because sometimes people say things that they really just out of a bad habit, just really out of bad habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and intent is all important. Intent is in in this situation, and then he personalized it. So, um, I would say a word to the wise is sufficient. You got okay. me. He knows. What's up? Now I don't want to hear it from you again. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't take it any further. To me, he he jumped right on it. This is a hard one for me because, um, you know, we have to kind of go across the board if somebody says something. Um, I don't know. I it, because he was apologetic, you know, right away. I wouldn't have a severe punishment, but I right. think that he that they should do something else. Whether it's you know him make another that, statement, a, an on air statement. Be another, right. Now, yeah. on air statement would not be excessive. That would right. be appropriate, okay. in I, my I, opinion. I, I think that I don't even be... I don't even call that a punishment. To me, I call yeah. that an acknowledgement. Yeah, you know? I think you should. Yeah. Yes, and I, de- and, and, I don't... and a teach a teachable moment, daughter. Like you saying, I'm sorry, a teachable moment. Yeah, yeah. and I definitely he should definitely not lose you know his job or anything of that sort. Uh, but like you said, a public acknowledgement is, is important. Okay. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm not sure my, um, because as we're uh, doing the recording right now, uh, his show is airing. So we'll see if they, you know, acknowledge it any, any further. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Ma. So for this, we're going to do, um, out of pocket or, um, on the money, ma. So DoorDash, you know, DoorDash, of course, right? Yes. The food delivery service. Yes. 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 So now they're warning customers that orders without a tip may take longer to be delivered. Of course. Quote, orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Are you sure you want to continue? Now, is that out of pocket or on the money? On the money? It's so on the money, I almost want to cheer them it is so on the money because the reality is if i'm out here hustling trying to make money delivering things with doordash why am i going to give the same priority to somebody who is not even giving me a tip as i do to somebody who is i'm working for money I'm working for money. I'm not saying you ain't going to get your food. Oh, you're going to get your food because that's my responsibility. You know, I assume that responsibility. But if you ever think you're going to have priority over the person who was helping me feed myself and my family, you that that's unrealistic. That's dishonest. That's disingenuous. Can I ask that's you? Dis- can, can I ask you a question about tipping? Because you know, I, I believe in you know tipping and, and you are a well. generous tipper. You right. are a generous tipper, right? You are, and <laughs> I, I too am an appropriate tipper. I too am am uh, an appropriate yeah. tipper. What yeah. What do you think about people waiting to tip until after they've? actually receive their food or do you think that it will always come at the detriment to you know the the delivery the delivery people well well you see when it's a DoorDash type situation yeah and you're playing a losing game you need to put (laughs) your tip on out there right if it's an in-person sit-down restaurant situation then the reverse is true 
because they're performing for that tip. Right. And so so you get a chance to assess it in advance. So it just depends on the on the door desk situation. I throw my tip right on in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny. I, I think yeah. they I think they were on the money, but I also think that they, they didn't need to mention that because I think most people know that as a person who, you know, would a DoorDash, I think that the DoorDash is from my understanding. I love it. I love it. My the DoorDashers pick you know the deliveries they pick yeah, and yeah, which yeah. one they want i mean they have to yeah you know, yeah at some yeah, point yeah. deliver all of them but they can say oh I, this is taking i priority. love it to me it's funny to me it's real and it's funny and it's, it's like something. it's like it's like don't forget if you're trying to be cheap maybe you want to consider this you know to me it's funny and cute and you know what the the real the thing about it to me is is so real it's just so true if you hadn't thought about it that way maybe you better think about it <laughs> because often, because anybody using DoorDash can pretty much afford a tip. Otherwise, you would not would not even be using DoorDash. You know, if you're not willing to pay that tip, then you don't need to be dealing with DoorDash. Right? That's true. That's kind of how I feel. But that's that's how it is. That I think that's cute. I think that's funny. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, and so also, um, out of pocket or on the money. Diddy was on Jimmy Kimmel's show the other night. And, uh, you know, he was advertising his new um, album. And Jimmy Kimmel just out of the blue said, speaking of love, because, you know, Diddy goes by love and he has a bunch of love songs out. He says, "Um, speaking of love, I saw a guy on the Internet the other day. He said he used to be your security guard who said that when you were dating J-Lo, Will Smith and Jada tried to pick her up on a threesome and you were going to beat up Will Smith. Is that true? And uh, Diddy responded with a long, <laughs> long pause. And he said, yo, this show has gotten crazier since the last time I was here. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Jimmy says, but it's all about the love, though. That's not true. <laughs> Hey. And was like, you really heard that? And Jimmy Kimmel says, yeah, yeah, I watched it on the internet. You telling me I can't believe everything I read? So what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so he just is like a no, completely no. Uh, oh, what are, you, what are your thoughts so on funny. that? Could you see Will I and Jada doing I'm- that? And they, I just love Jimmy Kimmel. He's so funny. Jimmy Kimmel's good. That was on the money. That was, that was on that. the money. That was, that was definitely on the money. That was on the I, money. I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. It was I don't funny. Know if it's, I don't know if it's true or not or whatever, but it was just so, you know, out there. I thought it was good. And um, and Diddy handled it well. You know, and Jimmy Kimmel, he's just a sweetie pie anyway. So to me, it was real funny. I don't know. Yeah. You know, to to me, to me, it was one of the money. You know, he's a comedian, and if it was funny or not, by the time Jimmy Kimmel gets finished with it, it's pretty much going to be funny. You know, yeah. so uh, so I thought it was good. I thought it was on the money. Yeah. Okay. Um. And finally, uh, the last out of pocket or on the money, um, is ex player uh, Joe Smith's wife admitted that her and her husband were having, you know, some issues because he found out that she has an OnlyFans page. She's had an OnlyFans career for uh, several years now. And when the husband found out, he was just, he wasn't happy. Now she says they've had all type of financial problems. And she says that, you know, she's not embarrassed by what she's doing because it was just her. She wasn't, you know, on any of these videos with anyone else. And he was very upset um, and threatened to possibly end their marriage. Ma, what are your thoughts on this? Um, was this a complete violation of their marriage? Okay, now wait a minute. She did that during the marriage without telling him, right? Correct. I'm clear on all that, right? Yes. It 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 was. She should have told him. Okay. She should have told him. I would have told him. I don't know if I would have done it or not in the first place, but I would have definitely told my husband simply because so many other people have access. 
Right. And I, I wouldn't want my husband or even a very, very close boyfriend that I really, you know, cared about was in a really serious, committed relationship with. Mm-hmm. You know, I might not tell somebody I'm casually dating or something or whatever or see, you know, somebody I see every now and then here and there. No, I don't care if you know or not, you know, but anybody I'm serious with and especially somebody I am married to. Yeah. Of course, I would tell you I might have told you even before I did it, you know, even before I put the page up or open up the account or however you refer to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly would have told you from the very moment it became active, you know, from the moment it became a real thing. But that's not something that you keep from your husband. It's like you purposely look into what? Embarrass him or humiliate him. That's something that other people, the public has access to. Why would you be hiding it from your mate? And they, well, they've been together for, you know, there's all different numbers that I'm getting. uh, Well, whatever, they've been together for a minute. Uh, Come on. It's inevitable (laughs) that he's going to find, to me, it's like she was purposely was trying to um, embarrass or humiliate him. You know, well, she said they fell on financial, you know, hard times. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking even about the money part. That's not anybody can, you know, miss budget or whatever they did. Okay. That can happen. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about why wouldn't you just share with your mate? What's up? What you were doing? What's the problem? If it's all that you said, and then are you serious? You know, he can find out. You know, anybody, you don't know who is randomly going through, looking through anything, just looking, right. you know, seeing what they see, you know, just looking up different people or just or just randomly run across whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, how could you I mean, anybody from a from a kid to a, an old person to a family member to, you know, from a baby to a senior or from, you know, any walk of life people from all walks of life you know i mean you know and if you was doing it for the reason that you say you was doing it is that that if you weren't doing it for your own personal stuff maybe yeah. you maybe you wanted to would have wanted to talk to your husband about it you know about the whole thing how it may impact on him as well right you know so so i don't know so to me she was selfish she was full of crap. And where did he think, if she's assuming she was getting some money from it, where did he think the money was coming from? Was she lying again over about that? I mean, yeah. what's up? What's up with the whole thing? Nah, she should, out of pocket. If that was, imagine the situation was reversed. They got men on OnlyFans too, you know. So look, what if your man was doing it? What if your husband was doing it? And doing right. his thing, whatever, whatever he was doing on there. He was right. doing something, getting money for. What if he was doing it and didn't tell you? Wouldn't right. you think that that was a betrayal? Wouldn't yeah. you think he was untrustworthy? Right, right, right. So now nah, she was way out of pocket with that one. I mean, do it or don't do it. That's your business. But I wouldn't be hiding it from somebody I cared about. No way. Well, listen, I definitely think that um, that was a betrayal. I think that I don't I mean, she was obviously hiding it from her. And the only reason why it was brought to his attention is because some of his friends, I think, found it. So obviously that's the part. And she had to know the reason you're putting it up there is for people to see it. Yeah. Yeah. She she had to know that it was almost inevitable that somebody he knew was going to see it. And it was going to get back to him. That's what I'm saying. To me, there's a there's a level of of meanness going on in there because nobody is that foolish. There's a level of meanness going uh, there. Maybe she's mad because they were financially uptight. Maybe she feels like he didn't do some things he should have done. But there's a level of meanness there where she didn't care if right. he got embarrassed or hurt. You know. So whatever. Yeah. But she was wrong, out of pocket, out of pocket, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. All right. Uh, so I think we both agree on uh, Joe Smith's uh, wife, current wife, uh, is out of pocket, 100%. 
Now I'm going to get into um, some more, but I guess worse secrets, Ma, that you can keep from your spouse. But I just kind of wanted to talk to you about this, um, you know, briefly. I know you've been following a little bit um, all the stuff that's going on with Big Brother, but it's kind of a, you know, pretty big topic that they're talking about bullying. And so um, we know that for for the people who don't watch Big Brother, they have two um, older black women, in particular, one older black woman who is in her 60s. She's uh, 63. Um, and then they have another black woman who um, is 53. And her name is Sari. And Sari is extremely popular in the um, reality world. She's been on uh, Survivor several times. And she also um, won the last season of the show Traitor. Well, um, it's five people remaining on Big Brother and two out of the five are um, two black women, like I said, one in her 60s and one in her 50s. And the other three are um, significantly younger. Two are in their 20s and one is in her 40s, pretending to be in her 30s. Um, She really is in her 40s. But when she came on the show, she said she was going to pretend to be in the 30s as part of the competition. So now, Ma, um, it appears that um, the the two older women are, in a sense, um, they're trying to, people are trying to bully them. And when I say bully them, um, they are coming up with different tactics to intimidate them. In particular, they want to make a bunch of loud noises to keep the oldest woman up all night so that she is not able to compete in the competitions. Um, you know, trying to make them paranoid by, you know, making up stories, saying that they're going to, um, you know, get rid of them, just all types of things that just kind of go below the belt. And finally, keeping away um, alcohol that is supposed to be for the whole house, taking that um, and hiding it from the other women who want some alcohol, but don't know that there's actually alcohol in the house available to them. Right. um, I just kind of wanted your thoughts on, do you think that that is a form of bullying? Do you think that is something that it is okay? It is. In competitions? It's, it, it, no, it's absolutely a form of bullying and a form of, of I don't want to say torture, but a, a mental cruelty, I will definitely say. Absolutely. And also because humiliation is a form of um, uh, mental abuse. Absolutely. So, you know, doing all this stuff that is disruptive, intentionally disruptive, that is absolutely a form of bullying. Absolutely. Yeah. All bullying is not physical. That's absolutely a form of bullying. Yes. Yeah, I I completely agree. And then the other thing that's going on is that Jag, who is um 25, and um he is saying that Sari bullied him. He's just saying this to the camera, like not necessarily to anyone else. So maybe he's saying it to the other the the younger cast members. He's saying that Sari bullied him, and his form of bullying. It, that he's saying is because Sari was controlling the game early on and manipulating him. Now, see, to me, those are two different things. That's part of the game. Part of the game, you can tell stories. You can lie. That is right. part of it. You know, and right. I'm just I'm just a little bit worried that people don't know the difference. When you're doing something right. that's cruel, um, right. you know, and that can actually really harm someone physically or right. mentally, that's bullying, right. you know. Um, you know, right. lying is all part of the game. That's strategy. Right, right. And causing no. someone to have sleep deprivation is also a form of bullying. You yeah. know, I'm not that much of a fan of Big Brothers like you are in the first place. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I never liked it in the in the first place. If you want to know, but I understand. I didn't know you didn't like it at all. Nah. Well, I mean, well, you know, I never watch it unless uh, I'm forced. I'm over by your house or something. I never really sat and watched a whole show, you know. So, I mean, you could have maybe had a hint from that. But anyhow. Okay, right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just move on. Um, I will let everybody know um who's the winner and what's the outcome of all of this. Cause um, like I said, people have been talking about it. Um, you know, it's been trending you know, over the past week or two. All right, Ma. So let's get into, since we were talking about secrets and and relationships. So these are 
the 17 worst secrets that you can keep from your spouse, according to bestlife.com. So I want you to let me know whether or not you agree with this. All right. Okay. All right. Starting at number 17, you need some alone time. That's a secret. That you don't tell them that you don't tell them that you need to be alone. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> look, as long as you do it, you could tell them or not. <laughs> to me, they should already know. But anyway, um, yeah, you need to tell them because some people don't get it in their heads. Yes, you need to tell them. Number 16. I, I, the, listen, the men, the I men I've dealt with, I've always been able to get my alone time. <laughs> Whether it involved intervention or or running out the house or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got the <laughs> One way or another, changing the locks or whatever it was, I was able to... <laughs> I always got my low time. No longer there. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. <laughs> Number 16. Uh, the thing that that you're really the most proud of. So you, of course, you shouldn't hide that. Why would anybody hide what they're the most proud of? They're right. Confused. Well, well, I have never had that, you know, <laughs> situation. Everybody <laughs> always knew what I was proud of. Okay, go ahead. Uh, number fifteen, my the <laughs> the chronic STD you got in college. <laughs> oh hell no! I didn't get no STD in college. And uh, they must must be talking about them. I guess they the ones that had it and didn't tell me. I always did keep up with my checkups though. <laughs> and it always kept pretty antibiotic. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty bad one to keep. Mm. Um, but, I, hey, I would never trust nobody to tell me that. Just keep <laughs> up with your checkups and keep up with your gynecologist and everything and keep your antibiotics going. That's all. <laughs> don't, don't, don't never trust them for that. Oh, hell no. Number 14, my, the sexual fantasy you can't stop thinking of. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell them that. Shit, they know, it ain't, know they know they know it ain't them. This is so their just, business. <laughs> right. Imagine the shit that they don't tell you. Okay, so just go ahead. No, none of their business. Go ahead. <laughs> Number 13. You don't actually agree with them. Of course you should let them know that you don't agree. Ah, uh, no, I'm gonna let you know that. No, you, yeah. you have to know that. No, you gotta know that I don't agree with <laughs> you. No, I'm sorry. I'm not keeping that secret. You're going to know that I do not agree. Okay. Oh, gosh. It, it could be the life I save may be my own. You're going to know that I don't agree. Mm -mm. It just is real crazy mm -mm. to me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, where was I? Okay. Number 12, the one time your ex cheated on you. What? Oh, get out of here. Just skip <laughs> next. <laughs> Who cares whatever happened with the ex? That's why they the ex. The ex, right. Good. Good. Um, number 11, you've been married or engaged before. You should tell that. Oh, you. I've always told those type of things. Of course. Uh, they may not have known about my engagement, but they certainly know that I was married before. How you going to hide a whole marriage? Did you been hide engagement. Just take, just take the rig off, but how you going to hide a whole marriage? Did you right? tell your boyfriend that you're that you're married? Wait, let me think about it. that's a trick question. That's a trick question, Peju. Go ahead. Okay, number 10. That, <laughs> that that friend that you've been getting a little closer with. Tell your husband. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't bother with that one. Go but ahead. A, yeah, what do they mean by that? That's none of his business. That's your friend anyway. You're right. Number nine, how you spend your money. You shouldn't hide that. Well, only a little, <laughs> only a small part of it. 
you know, mostly for big things that it should be all, you know. Yeah, you should it. have your pocket money. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But um, for major things, of course, you know, of course, major things you shouldn't hide. You shouldn't be going out buying houses and cars and stuff like that without your husband's knowing. Right. You know, something wrong with that. That's not good. Number okay. eight. This one is pretty big. Uh, you're 100% sure you do or do not want kids. You should tell your spouse. Oh, that. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Whatever your feelings are toward that, of course, because you're expecting him to either be or not be a parent with you. You know, right. of course, of course. Yeah, you should number, definitely do that. Number seven, that huge family secret. Well, I guess. I, I, I would know. probably tell the, I would probably tell the family secret uh, for fear that he would find out anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, I just, listen, I, I, I personally would tell. Yeah, uh, I, would, just I don't would know if that's like a deal breaker, but I, I definitely would tell. No, wait a minute. I don't know about it being a deal breaker, but I would feel that he's entitled to know. Yeah. I would feel I would feel more comfortable. I would feel like I'm not hiding something because I wouldn't want it to come out. And right. then I'm, you know, feeling a certain kind of way. I would want to feel comfortable enough with my husband that I could tell him. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I agree. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Tell. All right. Mm -hmm. um, number six. Oh, no. You're not getting what you really want in bed. Yes, you oh, should. Oh, definitely. Yes. Because who you, you have to tell them. Right. Who, who, you, who else you going to uh, tell? Hey, that, there you go. Who you going to tell? You're telling somebody else is a problem. And then, and then, right. And then guess what? If you if you have to be telling somebody else, then it will be a big problem. <laughs> okay. Number five. You think you might be depressed. Oh, of course you should tell. Yeah, because it's usually them that's making you depressed. <laughs> oh, or maybe not, but you definitely have to. You definitely it should. Is, know, so them. Oh. Yeah, no, you should. No, all jokes aside, you should absolutely share that. If you're, you know, having a pre-nervous breakdown or whatever, let them know mm, what yeah. they can be prepared for. Number mm. number four, yeah. you know what? you can't have kids. Yes, you should tell. Oh, if you if you already know that, of course. Yes. Of course. That's major. Number and they, and they should tell you that they can't give none either. Well, of course. None. Okay. Number three, you used to have a substance abuse issue. Yes. I have advised people, you know, back in, you know, when I was working in a professional capacity, you know, people were, you know, getting this very isn't professional? walking on. Well, come on, you know, I mean, my clients, I used to advise them to tell whomever they were. I've seen people become engaged and all in love and hiding their, you know, history of addiction from the person, you well, know, because they were they were afraid that it would end the relationship. I've actually had that situation. And guess what? And I've had people say, no, they wouldn't do it. They refused to do it because they thought it was for sure a deal breaker. So uh, I, I disagree with that thinking. I think you should tell the person. Oh, I'm 100% with you. you know, on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if the relationship can't handle that, you know, if they're not willing to take a risk on me and, and see what it's going to be and, you know, step on into the future with me, then they're not the person for me. I agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people hide. A lot of people hide it. Okay. Um, And number two, you don't think... They're making an effort. Uh, yeah, you should tell Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you don't tell yeah. them, then how, how, how will they know? Yeah. Right. How will they know? How will they know that they aren't meeting your needs if you if you are, you know, giving them the impression that they do? Right. Right. You know, so I'm yeah. 100% on that. Yeah. Uh, of yeah. course, communication is everything. Things that are, you know, essential to the relationship, you should be sharing and not expecting them to guess or read your mind or some other, you know, nonsense. You should speak it. You should say it and you should talk about it. And number one, what do you think number one is, Ma, before, before I reveal? That you're having an affair. No. No, I don't know. What is it? You're in debt. You're in debt. Yes, oh, that you're please. hiding that you're in debt. Of, of course, if you expect yeah. them to help you pay it off, <laughs> or 
or if you expect them to be taking the lion's share of uh, the bills so you have your money free to pay it off or whatever. Yeah. If it's, impact, if it's somehow impacting on your finances, which I don't know how it could be unless you're just going to be completely thuggish about it, you know, right, right. You, you're going to take care of it. And of course you should tell the person that you're in debt. Right. You know, I mean, it's not a pleasant conversation, but you should tell me, yeah, I'm in debt. I mean, most people are in debt to some extent. You well, know. I guess they mean in debt to where the, the you know people are running coming after them and the look. There's no, there's no, there's no dollar, them. there's no dollar amount. Okay, <laughs> this is the thing: you are in debt and you're paying it off. Your bills are current. But well, what that if they are in debt and they aren't able to pay it off? Maybe that's maybe. Well, well, they still should tell because this thing of not able to pay it off, then you either go for legal resolution you go for restructuring you go for the debt consolidation you go for whatever you know they're okay. all kind of legal remedies so what do you mean you weren't able to pay it off you know you're, you're able to pay it off somehow or another through some mechanism because our our society and culture is set up for that to accommodate that you That's may not be able yeah, you may not be able to pay it off according to the terms agreed upon when you initially took out the loans or got yourself into debt, but you are somehow able to to resolve it legally. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. There's no there's no such thing that you can't. Not in America. There's there's no such thing. You may be unwilling to do it, but there's certainly a way to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ma, uh, do you agree with this list? Yes, I think it was a good list. I mean, some of the things I'm not going with, but overall, I think it was a good list. I think so, too. Okay. okay. All right, Ma, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon, and also having a little bit of winter chill. That's a bonus. A little bit of winter chill that made it feel seasonal. Makes it feel like the holidays are coming. You no, know? No, it's I- unseasonably cold here, but it's going to warm up. Yeah, well, it's not going to get that warm because it is November. It's going to get 80. It's not going to stay 80. It might be 80 a day or two. Why are you always trying to start trouble, Ma? Well, I want Why don't you go back north? Go back north. I want Thanksgiving to feel like Thanksgiving. Mm. Okay. Well, it might. Yeah, no, I like for Christmas to feel like Christmas. Thanksgiving could be however you want it to be. But you're right. You're right. I, I agree with everything that you said. The sun, the stars, the moon. Okay. 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 Um, the three things that made me smile, my um, Magic Johnson has become the fourth billionaire athlete, according to Forbes. Currently. All right. Okay. So congratulations to him. Um, yeah. Num- number two, um, Mariah Carey has welcomed the holiday season. She is, is the queen of uh, the holidays. Is doing her thing, you know. She's gonna always change your chain. Always, yeah. She's actually yes. going on tour, Ma. She's actually gonna be on tour for the holidays. All right, okay, Mariah. Yeah. Wait a bit, Ma. Before I continue with my third one, I um I saw an excerpt on uh first take with Stephen A. Smith, and he threw shade at Mariah. Um, Molly Karam said something about um remembering you know the, the music video Honey and you know how she liked Mariah and Shannon Sharp. Yes. Remember- that and he remembered the yes uh, honey with jessica alba anyway stephen a smith goes yeah well um mariah had the look uh and the voice but she was leaning up against the wall singing and then he was like oh yeah performance performance listen stephen a it's mariah right it's a vibe it's a legend right right okay you know you know, there's le- like you always say there's levels to it. Dude, right. Not on that level. I don't mean to say that, but he's just not. Don't talk about right. Mariah. Right. All right. And finally, my um, Heidi Klum's Halloween party is always an annual, um, you know, staple. Everyone loves it. She did her thing. And also um, Janelle Monet was dressed as a chameleon. And I don't know if you saw it, Ma, but she really uh, took it to another level. So I wanted to give a shout out to those ladies. Okay. All right. Good. Ma, is it? Okay. 
Congratulations to Janelle Monet. Okay. And Heidi been doing her thing all the time. Heidi has never quit. So good. Okay. So Ma, Ma, is there anything that you want to say before we go? I want everyone to listen to your neighbors, your your friends, your classmates, your coworkers, your whatever, and have an open mind and an open heart. Make love, not hate. Listen, 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 and learn. Stay woke. Vote, vote, vote. Reach out to your local representatives. It is a free, everything is free in terms of email, phone calls, all that kind of stuff is free. The only thing you have to give is a little bit of your time. Make your feelings known. Be involved and pay attention. Stay woke, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. The life you save may be mine. All right. Uh, like Ma said, everything that she said, um, of course, um, you know, everyone stay safe. Um, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on X. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and which one? Ma? I'm missing another one. Threads. Threads, right, on Threads at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Send us your emails at info at bambushihappyhour.com. Guys, and we will be letting you know what our November book of the month is soon. Um, enjoy the holiday season. It is my favorite time of the year, especially uh, around Thanksgiving. I really love it. Spend time with my family, do some cooking, and hopefully um, Ma in particular will approve of the meals, of the dishes that I make. Okay. All right, All right guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.